Prophecies foretell a global economic sanctioning system that's going to be created and implemented by the world government in the end time. And to do this, the world must move to a digital form of commerce. Well, we're going to discuss the current efforts to do just that on this edition of The End Time Show. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of the End Time Show. Now, I do want to announce that we had a fabulous conference down in Vider, Texas this past weekend with Brother Matthew Tuttle. Uh, He's the pastor of the church down there. Wow. We had um, probably 500 people there just about every night, and we had tons of visitors all the way from Lake Charles up north of Houston. People were coming from everywhere down there because people want to know what's going on. And we signed up. When we do a conference, we sign up Bible studies after that, an end-time Bible study for everybody to come to. We ended up signing up 143 Bible studies for that conference and for the church. And wow, what a time that's going to be. If it wasn't five hours away, I'd go back down there for the Bible study on Thursday nights. But if you're in that area down there and you want to go to the Bible study, you don't have to attend the church. But the Bible study is going to start at that church in Vider, Eastgate Church, uh, this coming Thursday at 7 o'clock. And go to the Bible study and check it out. I think it's, it's a, going to be a huge thing because it's the updated version of our understanding of the end time 1 through 14, which will be for sale. You can pre-order that now. Go to endtime.com, but it's going to be for sale. We'll have the physical products in-house in the next week or so. And so... Looking forward to that. And there's also a book with it. So there's the DVD series, and then there's a book. uh, And it's going to be the first time that we have collectively put all of this information into a book. And so you'll certainly want to purchase that when it it gets here. should be here just in the very near future. So looking forward to that as well. All right, so we're going to be talking about world... The world economic sanctioning system, most prophecy people would know as the mark of the beast... But we've got to move onto a digital platform for them to be able to implement that. That's what we're going to be talking about that today. And in many ways, we're going to go from world government into the mark of the beast. So, Zero Hedge, it's a news source. They published an article, Eight Signs That the Futuristic Control Freak Agenda of the Globalist is Rapidly Moving Forward. Now, I'm going to go through this article, and then we're going to move off into all kinds of things that are happening in our world. But you have got to see, if you follow this stuff at all, you'll see that they are moving us rapidly onto a... Everything's going digital. We're moving away from uh, many things that you would normally do physically, and everything's done online now. Many people make a living just on their computer. They don't ever have to leave home anymore. They just make a living on their computer. Used to, we all had to leave our house, go to work. But a lot of people make a living right there in their home on their computer. I never thought that was possible when I was out building houses and factories and things like that. But now I completely understand what it's like to make a living using just your computer. 
And a lot of people, they won't even leave their house to get food. They'll order it and have it delivered to their house. They'll order all their Christmas presents and have them sent to their house. They'll get on Amazon, make all their purchases, have it sent straight to their house. And so everything is going digital. Well, there's going to come a time in the near future, and we're moving there very rapidly, when all of your banking and everything, your digital ID, everything will be tied into a digital platform, everything that you do. And that's where we're headed, and the Bible says we're going to head there. So according to this Zero Hedge article, the future is here. And if you enjoy being dominated by some kind of control freaks, then you're going to love it. Digital identification is one of the primary areas the globalists are focusing on right now. And as you will see, the radical changes that are now being proposed are extremely scary if you don't know Bible prophecy. This article I'm going through is not a Bible prophecy article. And it's, they're coming at that from a secular viewpoint. But if you understand Bible prophecy, you understand what this is all about. Most Americans have no idea that any of this is even happening. And they just see it as progress. Instead, many of them are obsessing over the relatively meaningless dramas that our uh, corporate news outlets are constantly pushing, like uh, uh, putting a, a male that thinks he's a woman on a beer can. They get everybody mesmerized by that, and then it goes away, and, but yet the, the things that are, will really affect our lives, they're going on behind the scenes. So meanwhile, while everybody's mesmerized on that, the globalists are achieving their goals at lightning speed, and there's hardly any resistance to it at all. Now, I'm going to go th- give you eight signs that this futuristic control freak agenda of the globalist is rapidly moving forward. Number one, starting in September, the EU will mandate that all member states offer a digital identity wallet to all of their citizens and businesses. The European Union is going to mandate digital identity under EIDAS 2.0 which will go into effect in uh, September of this year and ensure all member states offer a digital identity wallet to citizens and businesses. According to the European Commission, at least 80% of citizens would be able to use a digital ID solution to access key public services by 2030. There's this, you know, the United Nations 2030 Sustainable Development Goals, this 2030 agenda that they have. All of these things are pointing towards 2030. 30. That's their goal. That's their uh, dreamed up deadline that they want to hit. We've got to have all this done by 2030. They're trying to have the world, most of the nations of the world, pretty much completely digital, especially people that need to get like government subsidies and education and travel and everything tied into this, um, a COVID passport to be able to travel or any kind of a pandemic moving forward. As long as you have your uh, vaccine certificate, then you'll be able to travel. This is what the globalists are talking about doing. They're all trying to get it across the finish line by 2030. And so um, I I know I'm coming up to a break here, but I want you to understand what the entire program is all about. Moving on to a digital platform. It's very important. You can see it happening. 
Most people see it as progress, but it's so much more than that. It's agenda-driven, and it is by grand design that we're doing this. It's not just progress. They had to move us off of cash and onto a digital form of commerce in order to get their goal, to be able to control you economically. This is what Revelation 13, verse 16 through 18 is talking about. Everyone's going to be controlled by a mark. And without that, you're not going to be able to buy or sell. Well, they've got to have a digital form of commerce enable for the Antichrist and his world governing leaders to push that and to implement that in just the very near future. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now available for pre-order at endtime.com slash ABC. Go to endtime.com slash ABC or call 800-END-TIME. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800 endtime. That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Okay, everybody, so we're going through signs that the futuristic control agenda of the globalist is rapidly moving forward. Sign number two, a system of digital fingerprints for Americans has suddenly become, get this, former Barack Obama's biggest issue. Former President Barack Obama suggested in a new interview the development of digital fingerprints to combat misinformation and distinguish between true and misleading news for consumers. Obama sat down with his former White House senior advisor, David Axelrod, for a conversation on, the, um, on Axelrod's podcast, The Axe Files. It was on uh, CNN Audio. And during the interview, Axelrod noted that he's seen misinformation, disinformation, and deep fakes that are targeting 
Obama. And they're looking into a system of digital fingerprints to help out with that. And it's really become a big thing uh, with former President Obama. They're everything digital, 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 to track you, surveillance, uh, with your bank account, everything. Because it's all about a system of control and making you comply with the edicts of the world governing body. That's what all of these things are all about. And this is exactly what the Mark of the Beast system is going to be about. This is a precursor to all of that. Number three sign would be a UN policy brief that you can find right... um, You can find, it's online, it's proposing a global system of digital identification that is linked to our bank accounts. Now, this is where it gets right into the Mark of the Beast territory, a digital um, economic sanctioning system, a digital system of commerce. Digital IDs linked, uh, linked with bank account or mobile money accounts can improve the delivery of social protection coverage and serve to better reach eligible beneficiaries. According to this global plan that they're putting together, digital technologies may help to reduce leakage, errors, and costs in the design of social protection programs. So, linking your digital ID to your bank account. Well, what's going to happen is, is the world government that has access to all of your information, they would have access to your bank account as well. Don't think that's not possible. Because remember what Justin Trudeau did, the Prime Minister of Canada, to the truckers that were um, boycotting his vaccines up there in Canada. He took control of their bank accounts, didn't he? He seized and froze their bank accounts. And so don't think that this isn't possible because it absolutely is. The number four proof, the World Health Organization has adopted the European Union system of digital COVID-19 certification and plans to transform it into a global system. In June of 2023, the World Health Organization will take up the European Union, or I should say took up the European Union system of digital COVID-19 certification to establish a global system that's going to help facilitate global mobility, allowing people to travel in other words, and protect citizens across the world from ongoing and future health threats that they deem are health threats, including pandemics. This is the first building block of the World Health Organization Global Digital Health Certification Network that will develop a wide range of digital products to deliver better health for all. They uh, they say building on the EU's highly successful digital certification network The World Health Organization aims to offer all World Health Organization member states access to an open-source digital health tool, which is based on the principles of equity, innovation, transparency, and data protection and privacy. Of course, Dr. Tedros, the guy who's, he's the the, um, World Health Organization's director general. I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. The... He states that the new digital health products in development aim to help people everywhere receive quality health services quickly and more effectively. However, if you understand what the World Health Organization is really trying to do, just like Donald Trump said, they're kind of ran by China, dictated to by them, and everything that happened to all of the restrictions, most of the restrictions that were put on the United States during COVID came from the World Health Organization. 
the mask mandates and the vaccines and everything, those were from the World Health Organization. We were doing what they told us to do. And so now that what they're wanting to do, and I think Michelle Bachman is talking about this, is they're wanting to be able to say, hey, you know, this is a new pandemic. This is a health um, emergency and the United States and to dictate what the member nations are, uh, what they should do as a result of that. And to having, you know, it would yield up a lot of our sovereignty to the World Health Organization. And I'm following that story as well. We'll have more to talk about that um, in the future. Now, number five sign that this globalist agenda is moving forward very rapidly would be that federal agencies in the United States have, be, have been purchasing massive amounts of information about U.S. citizens from data brokers. And we're being warned that such information could potentially be used for blackmailing, stalking, harassment, public shaming. Federal agencies are secretly accumulating mountains of data that could be used for these, again, blackmail, stalking, harassment, public shaming of American citizens here. And that allegation doesn't come from this, um, some kind of a civil, civil liberties fanatic. It's in a new report from the nation's chief spymaster, Avril Haines. Number six sign. Um, it has been revealed that the Pentagon has been using these very creepy online tools in order to covertly track, locate, and identify anyone expressing dissent or even dissatisfaction with the actions of the U.S. military and its leadership. In this shocking report published by The Intercept back on uh, June 17th, details have emerged of a U.S. national security surveillance strategy to covertly track, locate, and identify anyone expressing dissent or even dissatisfaction with the actions of our U.S. military and its leadership and the measures undertaken by the Army Protective Services Battalion fall under their remit of safeguarding top generals from assassination, kidnapping, injury, or embarrassment. But it, the, what they're trying to do is just use any kind of a crisis or any kind of a, you know, I mean, we do need to protect them from that. But they, they'll use maybe some... Uh, phone call that they got or a letter that they got or an email and say, well, look at what's going on. Let's surveil this big massive amount of the American population. And they'll use any, any kind of thing like that, any kind of a little crisis or a something, any kind of an excuse for these mass surveillance. And it's showing you that the, the globalist, you say, well, there's not globalist in our military. No, there absolutely is. Our military uh, is ran by the a, a globalist, Joe Biden. And you say, well, Joe Biden's not really running everything. He's still the, the um, president of the United States, and they still are bound to do by, by what he says, the commander-in-chief, right? Now, he may be doing what he's told, but the military has to do what they're told. And so there's a lot of people that are high up in the military that are just doing what they're told. And so these things are being used to surveil the United States population, much of it. Number seven proof. As I discussed, um, have discussed before, the UN has developed a global fact-checking system, uh, or as I should say, as we've, I've, I've read before, 
um, the UN has developed a global fact-checking system known as iVerify in conjunction with big tech companies and Soros-funded organizations. I don't know if I've talked about that on a program before. But the goal is to be able to police disinformation and hate speech all over the planet. You say, what are we talking about here, Dave? We're talking about absolute control. They're setting up all of these systems so they can track, identify, monitor, uh, know where you're at, know what you're talking about, what are you thinking about, are you, are you a dissenter? That's what all of these things are. are they're creating a digital platform globally that's going to be tied to your bank account and whether you can buy or sell. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But it's all of these things are pointing us to an eventual mark of the beast system that will be used by the Antichrist to force compliance to his edicts in the end time. Folks, we're headed right in that direction. It's not time for the mark of the beast to be doled out yet. That's why all of these are precursors headed right in that direction. You say, well, how did John, 2,000 years ago, understand about all this stuff? How did he know this stuff was going to happen? Because Almighty God knows the end from the beginning. And he told John what to write in Revelation chapter 13. That's why, now that we're here in the end time and we understand these things, I'm showing you precursors. The whole program today is going to be devoted to precursors of this digital commerce platform and this digital platform we're moving on to pointing us straight towards the eventual mark of the beast system. We need to resist it here in the United States. We don't want that here. Now, the United Nations has unveiled an automated fact-checking service to counter the so-called disinformation and hate speech on the Internet in a project partnered with big tech and these Soros-funded organizations in response to what they brand as online information pollution which they call is a global challenge. The United Nations Development Program has launched its iVerify platform to counter alleged disinformation and hate speech online. The problem is, everything coming from the United Nations is propaganda. So who determines what is um, disinformation or alleged hate speech? According to them, it's going to be this iVerify, the United Nations eventually, well, since they're putting out so much socialistic propaganda, it's going to be quite the conundrum, isn't it? You need to make sure that you know what the truth is. You say, well, what's the truth? Who determines the truth? If you go back to the biblical foundation that we have, the biblical as your ultimate source of truth, everything stems from that. You can tell what the truth is and what it isn't. When it comes to abortion, LGBTQ, globalist agendas, all these different things. The, the true church versus the false church. Uh, if you go back to the source of truth, you can see what absolute truth is. And you can pretty much tell in most stories who's telling the truth and who isn't. Human-induced global warming, which leads to climate change. And which that's an absolute hoax. But yet they're spending billions and billions of dollars to try to solve a problem that's not even really an issue at all. And so, but you got to understand what's going on. The, the push is to get everybody on this digital platform so that way they can control us. That's really what all of this today is all about. Number eight uh, proof is that the International Monetary Fund has publicly admitted that they are constructing a global central bank digital currency platform 
for all of the national central bank digital currencies that will soon be rolled out. During a presentation at a conference in Morocco, Kristalina Georgiev, she's the managing director of the International Monetary Fund, she announced that the the global body is working hard on on the concept of a global central bank digital currency. You know, all this, most of the central banks around the world are pushing to implement a central bank digital currency. Well, she's working on a, uh, a platform that would be able to connect all the central banks, the United States with China and Russia and Israel and the European Union and South America and Africa and Canada. They want them all to work together because when they can get control of the economies of the world like that, and control what you can buy or sell, then they can control every aspect of your life, right? That's what Revelation 13, 16 through 18 is talking about. They're going to give everybody a, their own unique identification number, a mark in your right hand and your forehead, without which you're not going to be able to buy or sell, or to participate in the economy. That's what all of this is all about. It's more and more methods of control. Used to, you could live off the grid, you could do what you wanted, but when they get you all controlled when they get everybody on a digital platform and you can't go to the hospital, put your kids in school, travel, do anything else but what you're on this digital platform, then they can control everybody, right? That's what all of this stuff is geared towards. Control. It's more and more methods of control. And that's what the Antichrist and the false prophet are going to be all about. Control, control, control. Georgieva, the, the, the uh, managing director of the International Monetary Fund, she declared that central bank digital currencies need to be interoperable between countries. And she actually noted, she said, if we are to be successful, central bank t- digital currencies cannot be fragmented national propositions. They, in other words, that we can't have 10 nations or 20 nations that are doing it and then the rest aren't. She said it's not going to work like that. This has to be a global operation. That's why uh, there's about, uh, I think it's 90, I think the, the Bank for International Settlement said that it's, there's 90% of the central banks around the world are looking into launching a central bank digital currency. And that comes from the Bank for International Settlements, which is the central bank of the central banks. You realize the central banks are controlled by a cabal of private bankers. They have nothing to do with the governments around the world. It's a cabal of private bankers that are controlling the economies of the world. Once you understand that the Federal Reserve here in the United States, it's a cabal of private bankers. It has nothing to do with our government. They like to give you this um, a, a mirage or this, uh, the, you know, a, a, a picture that hey, we are controlled. We're, we're right along with the government. We're controlled by the government. Oh no, no, no. The Federal Reserve has never been audited. Why? They're the Federal Reserve Bank because they're owned by a cabal of private bankers and they're not controlled by anybody, but they work in cahoots with the the Bank for International Settlements to control the economies of the world. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. 
I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself. You are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is. That's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Part 2. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. Now, You've got the International Monetary Fund saying that, hey, we are going to create a platform that will connect all the countries. Uh, Georgieva went on to say, the director of the International Monetary Fund, she said, to have transactions more efficient and fairer, we need systems that connect countries. In other words, we need interoperability. And so it's going to be a global system. Um, In May, the United Nations put out a document titled, Our Common Agenda, Policy Brief 5, A Global Digital Compact, An Open, Free, and Secure Digital Future for All. This is what, they've got to get us digital, everybody. We've got to move off of cash, move off of the shekel, um, move off of the yen, move off of the peso. And so... This plan states, and I'm quoting, digital IDs linked with bank or mobile money accounts can improve the delivery of social protection coverages and serve to better reach eligible beneficiaries. You've got to have a digital platform linked to people's bank accounts. Remember, the Bible says it's going to be economic sanctioning. So when they can get control of your bank account, they've got you, right? That's what central bank digital currencies are all about. They want it centralized, not decentralized like cryptocurrencies. They want it centralized so they can have control of it. Decentralized is, means, it basically means we don't have control. Centralized means the central bank has control. According to Zero Hedge again, the, um, this is another article, that it would be governed by something called the apex body. That is this plan by the United Nations that's yet to be set up, but it's in the works. And the key actors here would be the, the um, United Nations chief, Gutierrez, as well as the group of 20, the uh, Economic and Social Council, and the heads of international final, financial institutions. I promise you that the International Monetary Fund is going to be involved, the Bank for International Settlements, all the central banks. They cannot have a digital global economic sanctioning system without having the central banks involved. They're the ones that have been running the economies of the world for decades now. Did you know that? 
So look up the Bank for International Settlements. Look up the Federal Reserve and the Federal Reserve Act and everything, how they took the power away from our Congress to have control of the money, and now our Federal Reserve controls that. The Constitution gives our Congress the ability to have control of the money in the United States, but they don't have. The Federal Reserve Bank does. That is a cabal of private bankers. Do your research and you'll see what I'm saying is true. So within this, the United Nations, within this plan, the United Nations sees visions of a global digital compact. We've got to go digital. Essentially, the objective is to have people, devices, and entities all tied up in a connected network that could apparently be centrally administered seemingly by unelected bureaucrats. Well, doesn't that make you feel good? You see, the globalists are people that believe in a world-governing body, world government, the globalist. Joe Biden's a globalist. The globalists are building a worldwide digital control grid, economically, uh, surveillance, control, which would potentially give them unprecedented power over the lives of every man, woman, and child on the entire planet, if it is allowed to be implemented here in the United States. I don't think it will fully be in the end time because of the prophecies of the Bible that the United States is not fully engaged in the world governing body. But boy, do we have people here in the United States that are pushing for it. Joe Biden's pushing for it because he's a globalist. He believes in a world governing body. So, under this, under this type of a system, if you insist on uh, being a rebel, then your access to the digital system could be revoked completely. Now you see where the mark of the beast comes in. If we go completely digital and your bank account, your ability to travel, your ability to um, receive health care, your ability to put your kids in school, to function in society is dependent upon your digital platform then if they can say, okay, oh, you're a dissenter, you don't want to comply with our edicts, then we will take away your ability to have access to the digital platform. Once we go all digital, then they've got you, right? That's why we don't want that here in the United States. I don't want to go all digital. And so I don't want to be, especially I don't want it tied to my bank account, right? Because I don't want anybody to impede my ability to function in society. So, what would you do then? The question would be, how would you survive if you could not buy, sell, get a job, open a bank account, have access to health care, uh, travel, put your kid, any access to education? I mean, if it was all dependent on this giant uh, global system that they're putting together, you say, as of right now, it's not that big a deal. Um, if they can use it to... to for surveillance and control and tracking and things like that, it may not be as big a deal right now until the Antichrist usurps authority over the world governing body and takes control of this and then says, okay, I want the world, I want the population of the world to do this, 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 and this. He gives edicts. And you either follow along with that or you don't have access to it, your digital identity anymore. You see what's, you see where we're headed. You see why we're headed there very rapidly now. I mean, cash is freedom. You move off, if we move off of a cash system and onto digital, 
then they can control you, right? So the, the extremely ad, advanced technology that, we, that it, they, they possess today has allowed us to do a lot of really good things, though. I mean, but it has also has the potential to be used to impose tyranny on a global scale. I mean, I use a debit card all the time. It's very convenient. But there could be a time if, if that's controlled to my digital identity and everything, and they're trying to control us, then it could be used for something horrible. And so we, we've got to resist these changes that globalists are trying to impose on us, at least some of them. You, you, you say, well, how in the world are we going to do that? There are several states that are fighting against central bank digital currencies. Um, Kitco News reported that North Carolina's House of Representatives voted unanimously just recently to ban the state's agencies and institutions from accepting any payments in central bank digital currencies. And with that action, the state joins, um, I think, Florida and South Dakota in opposition to this digital dollar as state's universal commercial code legislation emerges as a key battleground in the fight over the future of the greenback. Okay? So there are states that are fighting against this. Don't want a central bank digital currency here. I don't know how all that's going to play out. But I'm certainly glad that there are some states that are standing up against it. Uh, because, And that's one way that we could resist that. But here's the problem. Unfortunately, most Americans are not even talking about these changes. And that's because the mainstream media is telling them to focus on other things. I mean, I wonder about um, Russia and uh, the, the, the Wagner group and all these different stories that come up and then just go away. Well, what happened? What in the world just happened there oh, this past weekend? Uh, or the, uh, the or when it um, when it happened, and then the um, the all of the 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 uh, LGBTQ stuff, and then the you know just different things going around around our nation that it'll come up in the news, and it's just mesmerizing, and then it goes away. And well, when those things happen, I start looking at conservative news sources saying, okay, what's really going on behind the scenes here? So what are we talking about? Revelation 13, 16 through 17 says, And he, the Antichrist and the false prophet, them together are going to cause all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Almighty God told John 2,000 years ago that there's a time coming when every person will be required by the Antichrist and his world governing system to have a number. Without that number, without your um, digital ID, without your being, having access to the digital world that they're creating, that no one would be able to buy or sell anything. Imagine if we go completely digital. You say, well, that's not possible. Well, the United Nations is trying to do that right now. They've got a deal called the Better Than, Cla Better Than Cash Alliance. That's what they're trying to do. We'll talk about that if I have time. So in order to get this number, everyone's going to be forced to worship or pledge allegiance to the Antichrist and his system. But according to the Bible, anyone who pledges allegiance to the Antichrist is going to be eternally damned. So that's why it's good that, some of these, that there are people resisting this in the United States. 
The system the Bible prophesies for the days of the Antichrist, the time just before the second coming of Jesus Christ, could not be set up until now. And even though the prophecy is 2,000 years old, its fulfillment was only recently impossible with the invention of the computer, the birth of the internet, blockchain technology, and some of these other things, use of these digital forms of payment. Only until now has it been possible for this system to be set up whereby every person on the earth can be tracked and controlled economically. It's an economic sanctioning system. I mean, imagine the United Nations, the seat of world government in the earth. The world government prophesied about in Revelation 13. The United Nations is the seat of that world government. Imagine the United Nations controlling what you buy or sell. Now, I know there are some that are sitting there going, nah, that's not possible, Dave. No, that, you know, and, and, but I want you to think again about that. Because they are already testing it on people right now. Overture, it's a news source. They published an article titled, you can go read this for yourself. The title of the article is called, Building a Better Food Aid Network with Blockchain. The article states this, and I'm quoting here. The United Nations World Food Program, a... Small team operates with the nimbleness of a startup to distribute aid for food funds to the more than 100,000 Syrian refugees using blockchain technology. The same technology they are considering for um, ID2020, which is the United Nations effort to number every single person on the planet. Many of you that trade in uh, cryptocurrencies, you'll understand understand, uh, blockchain technology. So, but they say that it's called building blocks. And this team of the UN staff, their software developers and experienced aid workers, they focus on delivering food aid to refugees as rapidly as possible. These, um, so the ultimate goal of the project is to reach hundreds of thousands of Syrian refugees that were stranded in Jordan and elsewhere when they had to flee the Syrian civil war. Now, so they would say, you know, hey, you might think this is a legitimate need. How else are we going to manage the financial aid and food distribution of food to these refugees? However, you've got to remember the prophecy of a global numbering system that the Antichrist is going to usurp authority over and consider the ramifications of what I'm, ta- on what I'm about to share with you. Because what's happening is, Remember, the world government is going to control people's ability to buy or sell. A lot of people think that that's impossible, but that's what we're talking about today. A digital platform that would make that very, very possible. And they've been testing it, folks, for years now. It's not that we're at the culmination of this thing. We're not the beginning. All they're doing is trying to put the systems in place to make it work globally. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online with End Time Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. 
Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. This article by Overture is so, so critical. So it, it continues on by saying the, the program that they're establishing for these Syrian refugees, it integrates blockchain and biometric technology to create a digital profile. Now remember, I, I, my whole program has been based on you are th- th- creating this digital platform that everybody would be um, placed on where everything, all access to everything would go through this digital pipeline. And if you say, well, I, hey, I'm not going to comply with the edicts of the world government. I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to get a vaccine. They could cut off your ability to have access to your digital identity in this platform. And then you're stuck, right? That's where this whole thing is headed. So the, the article says the, the program integrates blockchain and biometric, uh, a, a um, global network of computers with biometric technology to create digital profiles unique to each family and eventually each person, your own unique identical uh, identification number. The residents of these Syrian refugees that are in these camps down in um, Jordan and different places, they've got these huge camps with these commissaries, little grocery stores set up in the middle, and this is how they live. You don't have to have cash. Um, The residents don't have to rely on having cash or on hand or physical debit cards. Many of them, when they had the Syrian civil war broke out, they just hit the ground running. And they ended up in these big camps down there. Uh, so they don't have to have cash or a debit card to go shopping. That, many, many of them just have the clothes on their back. So instead, to buy food and supplies at these little grocery stores in the middle of the camps, these camp residents, they'll put their groceries up on the counter, and they stare. I've got pictures of this. I've got articles and documentation for all of this. They stare into a, an iris scanner, scans their iris at the register to verify their identity. They've been put in this digital platform that's been created. And get this, and I'm quoting from the article. They have their groceries on the counter, and in the blink of an eye, the scanner cross-checks their identity against a, here it is, a United Nations database, the seat of world government in the earth. Now, they're a a Syrian refugee down in a camp in Jordan, but this scanner immediately, in 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 an instant, queries their account through the United Nations database and allows them to purchase what they need. You hearing what I'm saying? They're on a digital platform. The United Nations is allowing them to buy groceries. At the end of the transaction, they receive a text message via their um, cell phone informing them of their balance and plus a receipt of what they've just spent because they're given a voucher. Now, did, did you hear what I just said, folks? The scanner cross-checks their digital identity 
against a world government database, queries their account, and allows them to purchase what they need. Imagine the power of an individual who could control the buying and selling and the very ability to participate in society. Your ability to health care. Think about this. Your ability to education. Your ability to travel. Your ability to purchase gas. To purchase groceries. Imagine one individual who was in control of a large group, a large uh, system that could control your ability to participate in society in any way, especially on a global level. This is it's Revelation 13, 16 through 18. You see, everyone, when I talk about precursors all the time on our radio programs, in our End Time magazine, in, uh, on our, uh, the, end, the End Time show television programs, all of our prophecy conferences... It's not where these numbering systems um, or uh, it's, it's the iris scans, numbering systems, facial recognition photographs, microchips, social credit scores, artificial intelligence, the Internet of Things, the Internet of Everything, and these moves toward the cashless society. It's not where they begin. I mean, I use a debit card, so I'm, I'm not... I do, I've got cash in my billfold, but I'll still use my debit card. It's just a lot more simpler. We're moving. I don't have to get change back, all this other stuff. So it's not where it begins. Right now, it's basically harmless. But it's what it leads to. That's the problem. Right now, it's not the mark of the beast. You can do any of these things. I can do a palm reader. I can do an iris scan. I can do all that. It's not the mark of the beast. But when the Antichrist usurps authority over an already fully functioning system and then starts to tell everybody, you comply to the edicts of the world government or you will not have access to this system, that's when it comes time to the mark of the beast. And believe me, I'll be on the radio, me and Doug and Vince and all the rest of us screaming, this is it. We, you don't, don't take this number. Don't do this. Now, when these efforts were launched, none of them were the mark of the beast. But, but the Bible prophecy foretells everything that these systems helped to create, this vast global numbering system people are going to have part of. It's eventually going to be used by the Antichrist to coerce people to pledge allegiance to him. That's where this whole thing's headed, folks. So all of these efforts are in one way or another aiding in the establishment of the one final global governing and numbering system. But it's, it's impossible without going on to a digital platform. Prior to this, the invention of the computer, the invention of the internet, blockchain technology, and many other things now, it was not even possible. There's no way they could have done this and managed it all. But once you get on a digital platform, hey, it's easy. It's a fingertip right on your computer. So, But regardless of the technology, the world government must number every person, and the numbering system will most certainly be digital, and therefore it is imperative the global population transition from physical to a digital currency. 
Hence the global efforts towards a cashless society right now. We're certainly moving closer um, to that than ever before, right? I mean, once this occurs, the numbering system is going to begin working like the Bible prophesies. What, what, you say, well, what does a cashless society have to do with the mark of the beast? It's all about control. Governments and banks hate cash because it's not trackable. A move away from cash and towards a totally digital system, it will be a must in the prophesied mark of the beast system. Listen at this. So I mentioned earlier about the Better Than Cash Alliance that works with the United Nations. The, according to betterthancash.org, the Better Than Cash Alliance, which is based at the United Nations, is a partnership of governments, companies, and international organizations, and they have one sole reason for existence. It's called the Better Than Cash Alliance. Their one sole reason for existence is that it, they accelerate the transition from cash to digital payments to advance the Sustainable Development Goals. The Sustainable Development Goals are the socialistic blueprint of the United Nations to govern every single person on the planet. And so that's all of this is geared towards that. Their sole reason for existence is that and that alone. Cash is not trackable. Neither are people who use cash. And so the world government wants everyone to go cashless, to force you into a digital, global society. And they're starting these in nations that have no ability to resist, underdeveloped nations. They're just saying, hey, this is what you have to do. And a modern nation, a a developed nation like the United States, we would resist that. So they're starting it down here. They're getting most of the world involved in it. And then they're going to come for the United States. Our um, central bank digital currency here in the United States, our Federal Reserve, they're home hauling around. Well, we don't know if we're going to do it or not. But I promise you, Joe Biden is for it. And so is the central bank, the Federal Reserve here in the United States. But they've got to soft sell the American population. Because we have a constitution. And we got a lot of different things that are supposed to protect the world government. But there's nothing there to protect us against the Federal Reserve. You understand? And so that's why our constitution gave the Congress the ability to control the money. Not some private cabal of private bankers called the Federal Reserve. But when the Federal Reserve Act was signed back, I think, in 1913, it took the ability to control our economy away from the Congress and gave it to a cabal of private bankers called the Federal Reserve Bank. And most developed nations around the world have a central bank. And the majority of them are looking into publishing or um, establishing a central bank digital currency. And so that's one of the major efforts that we certainly need to be aware of is the move from physical cash to a central bank digital currency. I mean, I just read the other day where uh, I think it was Barron's that reported that the EU is moving closer to launching uh, a digital euro. In mid-June, the EU took its first significant step towards launching a digital version of the euro. They're all headed towards this digital platform. It's not just finances, but that's one of the main things. Because the Bible says it's going to be an economic sanctioning system. But it's going to have to be digital. 
And the, the, I think that Barron's article said that from China to the United States, Jamaica to Japan, more than 100 central banks worldwide are exploring and preparing to put in place digital currencies as electronic payments grow, changing the way people spend their money. The move to create a, a digital version of the single currency began all the way back in 2020 when European Central Bank President um, Christine Lagarde suggested the idea of her Frankfurt-based body that it launched a public consultation. And the um, European Central Bank is set to give the formal green light to a digital euro in October, and the expectation is that it would be available from uh, beginning in 2027 onward. And so I really want you to understand why I did these um, editions of the End Time Show. Because 2,000-year-old prophecy, not possible until right now. Now we have the technology put in place, and they're doing more. Fed now and all these other things. Fed now that's going to come out here in July in the United States. That's laying the, the infrastructure for a central bank digital currency to be implemented here. Now I know we've got these states that are that are passing these laws that are saying, "Oh no, no, no our our um, businesses here are not going to accept central bank digital currencies." I I'm interested to see how all this plays out. I know that, according to the Bible, the United States is not going to be fully engaged in the world governing body in the end time. So it'll be interesting for all of us to watch how all this plays out. But at every step of the way, we need to resist any of this happening here in the United States because I'm telling you where it's all headed, and that's towards the mark of the beast. So the time to resist is not when it's fully implemented. The time to resist is now. We don't want that here in the United States. We signed a declaration of independence, not interdependence. And so we want to make sure that we're not uh, in compliance with any of this stuff because Satan himself is the principal driver behind these efforts to control everybody on the earth. 